Hello and welcome to the Dragons Are Real podcast. Well, if you're a long-time listener of this channel, you will know that I like me some zines. So today I'm going to look at Old School and Cool zines, which are two zines put out by Night Owl Publishing, who are located in Portland, Oregon. And you can now pick up both of their zines uh, post their Kickstarter, if you didn't back them, from their website. And the prices are $7 for a PDF, $13 for a print softcover version, or $16 for both. And that's for each zine. The authors of the zines are Ahimsa Karp and Wind Lothamer. So we'll start off with Volume 1, which was kickstarted in 2020. This has very much got a fantasy vibe to it. And we start off with 10 bizarre new classes. There's an ogre, a scholar that can read the natural world by studying birds, a berserker, a cowardly brawler with a thirst for mead, Monfrey, a reluctant adventurer who should remain in the monastery, Halifura, creatures of pure light who coalesce into mortal beings, a language expert, an intellectual who catalogues all the languages of the ancient world, a lizard king, no, not Jim Morrison, but a reptilian warrior from beyond the stars. Lycan's Bane, a werewolf hunter with a dire curse of their own. Puppeteer, a master of manipulation. A scop, a wandering musician and poet warrior. And finally, a space dwarf, a laser gun welding dwarf from space. It also features 34 new OSR feats for inclusion in your games. Uh, there's general feats, clerical, fighter, dwarven, elven, halfling feats, magic user feats, and thief ones. And in general, they look as if they've been ported across from, from 5e and converted to an OSR game. Next up is nine new spells with an OSR version of the classic Find Familiar spell, some cleric spells to change divinity, and spells specifically for the dead. And I thought I'd give you an example of one of the new spells. It's Breath of Death. You save versus a breath weapon, you suffer damage and smell of death for a week. If you fail it twice, you take 1d4 hit points of damage and you spend two turns retching. On the third time you fail the save, the subject believes they are a zombie and acts for the caster, clawing at their opponents. Next up, we have got four in menus. Uh, so we've got menus here that you can use in your games. You can cut out of the book or print them out and hand them to your players. So the first uh, menu is the uh, Elven menu. And you've got things like Lembas Baguette, Poodoo Deer Butter and Radish Greens. Or you have a Half Orc menu, which has got Dungeon Meat Sausages, Fermented Cabbage and Black Pudding. If you want to go for something a little bit of smaller portions, you can go for a No menu which features cave moss and a rope root souffle, topped with shaved truffles and salamander eggs. Or if you want something a bit hearty, there's a dwarven menu, which has got grilled eagle's heart on a bed of pickled beets and yak cheese. Next up, we've got 10 alternatives to inns. So if you're looking for a location for something a bit different to meeting in an inn, then this has got you sorted. And you roll a d6 for each of the um, locations and it will give you some information about it. Uh, a name and that sort of thing. So you, there's a steam room, adventurous hall, tea house, scroll cafe, 24 hour library, love lodges, caves, tree houses, a halfling hotel and a dead creature that's been hollowed out. Then we've got 10 adventurer packs, one for each of the earlier classes I mentioned before. And it shows what's in each of the adventurer packs. Then we have an NPC generator, 
which, according to the author, has got 800,000 permutations. That's right, you're not going to get the same one here twice. So basically, you've got eight wars to choose from uh, of the city, and you can roll for the wars by using a d8. Then you roll 5d10 on the appropriate table. And for each of these d10, you cross-reference it, and it will give you the name of the NPC, a notable stat modifier, a class or occupation for them, a look, and something notable about them. So if you're short of an NPC, a quick roll in this table, and you can generate yourself some nice NPC, or give you a base start before you tweak it to your heart's content. Up next is a space lich adventure. This is a small asteroid that's been floating through space for 4,000 years, and is ruled by a dark lich. How the party gets on there is up to the GM, but we've got a nice six-page adventure. There's some clues here that you can cut out and hand to your players. The stats for the Lich and the Promethean, and four magic items that also tie into this adventure. And Volume 1 finishes off with two Dwarven poems. Next up was Volume 2, and this one was released in 2021, Quest. And this is a laser-focused setting sourcebook style guide for future fun. And it says, think of it as All School Essentials meets Riffs. Welcome to the Apocalypse. Unlike its Volume 1 publication, it's also 40 pages long. So it starts off as, what is the Apocalypse? So you roll on the D6 table, and then it'll give you the cause of the Apocalypse, and has some effect on the game. For example, it might add plus one to all mutant ability scores. Then there is five new character classes. There's a Borg C, Robots in Disguise, Human 2.0, Humanity brought to its full potential, Motorhead, this is your mechanic driver. If it moves, they can fix it. And they are exceptional drivers and pilots. There's a Mutants, the inevitable outcome of the apocalypse with a D20 mutations list. And finally, Simeon. Oh, that's right, mutant apes. So five good classes there for your future apocalypse games. Then over the coming pages, we've got some weapons and equipment, including armor, melee weapons, ranged weapons, standard equipment, and vehicle and robot equipment. So it's a nice list there to put into your games. Next up is Wasteland Vehicles. And here we've got rules for vehicle combat, including evasions and chases, driving maneuvers, vehicle rollover tables, and some example vehicles. And we've got things like hover bikes, pickups, semis, jetpacks, and a spider mech. Next up is Psychic Duels. So with Psychic Duels, each side involved in a Psychic Duel decides are they going to attack or defend. Both defend, the duel is over. If both attack, you roll initiative as you do normally. And if one attacks, then you resolve it as an attack and defense. Psychic Attacks uses a D6 pull mechanic. The attacker can spend one hit point off their health for each die they want to add to the roll. And the defender starts with one die. If they are actively defending by doing something specific, they add another two dice. And then they add one die per hit point, just like the attacker does to get more into your pool. You roll your dice, and the attack attacker succeeds on a 5 or a 6, and the defender succeeds on a 4, 5 or 6, because defending is slightly easier than attacking. If the attacker wins, they incapacitate the defender for 1d4 rounds. And that is your psychic duels.
Next up, we've got some Wasteland Warrior NPCs, and similar to its fantasy version, we roll 5 to E10 for the NPCs at four different locations. The locations are the New Old West, Old is New Again, Land of the Long White Mushroom Cloud, and the Canyon Crew. So you pick your location, roll your 5 D10s on that appropriate table, and depending on the results, you get a name for the Wasteland Warrior, a stats boost or bane, their occupation or class, their look, and something noteworthy about them. Then we have State of Adventure. This is a 10-page adventure, which the players take part in a mad dash against time to retrieve an item of incredible power. It is one long chase scenario, and you start out with a turbocharged 77 Pontiac Trans Am car, and a list of raiders trying to stop you. And at the end of Volume 2, we've got D100 items from the before times. So this is a list of mundane objects that you will find in our modern world, but which later turn up in your future world. And for example, you've got things like a Barbie doll or a mobile phone. So that is Volume 1 and Volume 2. They're very well put together. Lots of information there, and you can easily shoehorn any of this stuff into one of your OSR games. I can highly recommend them both. Go and check them out. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you've had a nice look through the magazines. If you think it's something that appeals to you, then go and throw them a few bucks. $7 each. You can't go wrong. So that's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you all on the flip side. You've been listening to the Dragons Are Real podcast. For more information, check out the website at petejones.neocities.org. The blog is dragonsarerealpodcast.tumblr.com. We are also on YouTube, Facebook and other platforms. If you want to get in touch, you can send me a voicemail via the Anchor app at anchor.fm slash dragonsarereal. Or you can send me an email at dragonsarerealpodcast at pm.me.